It's the Business Savvy Mama episode number 62. Five questions with a mom entrepreneur featuring business system strategist and podcast host Shannon Baker. Welcome to the Business Savvy Mama podcast. I'm your host, Christy Lingo. As a two-time mom and two-time entrepreneur, I know that being business savvy as a mom entrepreneur is more than the marketing and the sales. That is why I specialize in helping moms find fun, fulfillment, and happiness in their work, family, and selves through time management, productivity, and mindset strategies. I want you to be a business savvy mama too. So let's dive into today's topic. Hello, everyone. Welcome to today's episode of Five Questions with a Mom Entrepreneur. And today, my guest is a business systems strategist and the host of the More Than Capable Mompreneur podcast. It is none other than the Shannon Baker. Shannon, thank you so much for taking time out to chat with me today. I have been looking forward to this, Christy. So thank you for having me on. I have been following Shannon for probably, I don't know, I feel like it's been like a year pretty much since I converted my business from organizing to coaching. And she's so inspirational. I love how she simplifies everything and she just makes you feel it like everything is capable. You're capable, more than capable, right? That's, <laughs> I guess that makes sense, right? <laughs> well, I love hearing that because that is the goal. Yeah. And, you know, again, I love talking to fellow podcasters also because to be a mom and an entrepreneur and a podcaster, we're a very small pool. So it's always nice to meet another person that's out there kind of getting it done like I am. So I, I'm very excited to talk to you today. And before we dive into what you do as a business system strategist, can you tell me a little bit about yourself, your family, where you live, what you like to do outside of your business? Sure. So I live in Upper Marlboro, Maryland. So anyone who's a football fan, I'm actually about eight miles from FedEx Field, which is where the Washington football team plays. But we're strategically located. I'm 20 minutes from DC and I'm 20 minutes from Virginia. So I do love that, but I hate the winter and I've lived here all my life. So people <laughs> find that real funny, right? But um, we're a family of three. My daughter is 17. She goes to college, she homeschooled. So she finished high school early. So, you know, anyone with teenagers knows it's a battle because they think they're grown, but they really aren't. So we have those wonderful days. Because of that, I say I'm totally fueled by coffee and sustained by wine. So that's how I deal with the 17 year old. But <laughs> I'm taking notes because my kids are a lot younger. So I'm going to keep that in the back pocket. <laughs> no problem. And my love of coffee for anyone that follows me on Instagram, you will see it daily in my stories. And I, a lot of people now have coffee envy because during the time we've been kind of quarantined and staying at home, I built like a super coffee bar, like in my kitchen. So that's my happy place inside of my home. So that's where I spend a lot of time. I don't blame you. And you do, you need to go check out her coffee bar and check out her stories because yes, yeah, you do, you not only created the space, but you make really good use of it on a regular basis. <laughs> yes. Every day. <laughs> Sometimes two, three times a day. <laughs> you know, we all need it right now. We're all looking for that thing to keep us going until until everything kind of like opens back up again and we can start resuming some sense of normality, I think, when it when it comes to our daily lives. So I love that you are able to find something positive when you've been staying at home and probably will continue, I would assume, after after things start to go back to normal, right? 
Oh, absolutely. And once it gets warmer, um, I look forward to being able to have coffee time with my girlfriends, even out on the deck. We won't need Starbucks anymore. We can just make it in my kitchen and take the cups outside. <laughs> That's perfect. That's perfect. I love it. All right. So as I mentioned, you love to help entrepreneurs, especially mom entrepreneurs to get their systems in place, to make their businesses run smoothly. Can you tell us exactly what it is that you do as a business system strategist and why you chose it? So a little backstory why I, you know, my full-time previous careers, I always was an office manager or, or executive support in my job. So that gave me the experience that I then converted into my business. So when I started my business almost nine years ago now, I actually started as a virtual assistant providing support for other small business owners. But while it did really well, I ended up being a Jill of all trades, master of none. We're familiar with that. <laughs> I was unhappy because my business just took so much of my time. And a big part of the problem I noticed was none of my clients or I found, you know, over the years that most small business owners don't have documented processes. So when they start delegating really to a VA or anyone, they have to figure out through trial and error what their client wants. So after doing that for years, I was just so frustrated. I really had thought about closing my business. So I ended all my contracts a couple of years ago, went back to work part-time because I, I ended up working my business full-time for several years. And then I decided, nope, I'm not quitting yet. I just need to pivot. So I decided to fill the void and focus on helping business owners, especially solopreneurs, to get their systems in place. And that's the process, the automation and identifying who should be completing the steps and decided to just create my own swim lane. I rebranded, relaunched, launched a podcast. And here I am today doing what I love. And do you find that you are a systems oriented person by nature or is that something that you've learned to be in your experience as an office manager or as a VA? It's very um, intuitive for me. I'm a logical thinker. So when a problem is presented to me, I automatically start putting pieces in place to like, okay, well, to get to this end result, this is what we have, but this is what we need to do first. And then I line it up to get to the desired result. And I always did that growing up now that I you know, have looked back over the years and just applied that with on-the-job training, which was project management and, and some other things. And I used that, I guess, to create my business the way my business is structured now. And then I help other mompreneurs or women with service-based businesses do the same. Yeah, I love that. You know, that was one thing that I noticed in my professional organizing world when it came to sort of the systems and things that people did there. What seemed intuitive I realized very quickly that what made sense to me, like put your keys on a hook every time you come into the house, wasn't how everybody's brain works. And I think that for people like you that help these businesses to create these systems, you know, when you go into entrepreneurship, there's people that are really great at like the creative side and like coming up with, you know, innovative thinking and all kinds of stuff like that. But then the back end, they need people like you to say, like you said, if you bring on a VA and they're like, do my social media and you're like, uh, you have zero system in place. I have no idea. Do you have templates? Do you have any of this kind of stuff? So that's where I feel like people that are system specialists like you can really benefit an entrepreneur because it's okay that we don't all get this right off the bat. That's why there's people out there that are experts, right? <laughs> 
Exactly. And then what I found too, and I'm, I'm always, I'm the rebel basically, but you know, (laughs) the common thing that they tell you to do as a small business owner is, well, if there are things that you don't love or things that you don't know how to do, just outsource it. But you can't effectively outsource a task if you don't know how to do the task yourself. So if you're doing it, you know, if you do it 25 times and 25 times you do it 25 different ways, that's not efficient. So you can't hand that off to someone else to do either. That's not efficient either. And I actually made that mistake in my virtual assistant business. I started delegating without processes and I quickly realized that was a huge mistake because having a process that you can hand off to someone gives them a baseline to work with. Now, they may offer you some suggestions to improve it, but they got to have something to start with to improve upon. Otherwise, you're doomed for failure, frustration. You might as well drive down the road and just throw your money out the window. Exactly. Just set it on fire, right? Because it's just going to be a waste of money. So obviously systems, the idea of processes, you said you're very analytical thinking. Those are all things you're really strong at. Is there anything else that you would call one of your strengths as an entrepreneur? For me, being a mom and creating a business that supports my lifestyle, my other strength is I look at the big picture. So it's not just about the business systems, but as I work with my clients, we look at what's the lifestyle that they want to create because the business needs to support that lifestyle. It's not a separate entity. Your life affects your business, your business affects your life. So I help them get the pieces in place that help them align to support each other instead of competing against each other. And everyone's approach isn't necessarily the same when it comes to systems. Yeah. Oh, I love that. I'm reading Chillpreneur right now by Denise Duffield Thomas. And she talks about, especially for women entrepreneurs, that idea of integrating your business with your life, because women just, it's just where we are in, in society. Women are, have their hands in both so much more than men, you know, men just in general, don't have as much to do with being at home. So I love the fact that you're big picture, that it's how it integrates together, that it's how it all works together to give you your desired output in life, not just your output for business or your output as a mom, but overall, what is your desired lifestyle that you want to lead? I really love that that's your focus and not just one or the other, but how they work together. Yes. And it makes a huge difference because it helps you to gain momentum, especially For busy women, um, most of us in the older age bracket are also having now to take care of our parents. So we've got all these things on our plates, but we've got to figure out a way to get them all to work together. So it has to kind of, you know, come together. All the pieces need to fit together properly. I love it. So we all have strengths. We've talked a lot about all the things that you're really good at. Where are you seeing growth points that you've had? You said you've been doing this now for nine years. So you've got a lot of experience as an entrepreneur. What are the things that you still find that you are working on on a regular basis? Well, I admit I am a perfectionist in recovery. (laughs) So one thing I've learned, especially with launching and hosting a podcast is you have to let go of perfection because it doesn't exist. So accepting my limitations is something I am always working on, but also turning to others to help me with areas that I'm weak in. I know social media very well, but when it comes to breaking down planning content, 
you know, some other areas in my business, I've, I recognize it's, it can be my strong suit, but my time is better spent elsewhere. So I've made the investment in my business to outsource, not necessarily outsource, but to work with experts that people that that's their expertise, which then makes my job a lot easier. I operate as a one person entity and that's the way that I want to stay. So as I learn things and work with others, I have no problem now investing in consultants to help me be able to operate as one person, but operate efficiently. So it is possible. (laughs) Stay in your zone of genius, right? Stay in your lane and then find the experts that can help you get better, but not perfect at the other stuff, right? Exactly. (laughs) Excellent. Well, you know, as we said, you've been doing this for a while. So you have a lot of experience when it comes to running your own business. You know, obviously you had a pivot in there. If you were to go back and start your business all the way back to the very beginning again, What lesson that you've learned along the way or experience that you had, would you emphasize to yourself from the very beginning? I would tell myself even nine years ago, be confident in my expertise and do not negotiate my prices. I made a huge mistake with that and found out very quickly that I was working for basically pennies on the dollar and trading time per hour. It's not efficient. It's not sustainable. Don't do it. Yeah. You know, I, I, I feel like that's a lesson that so many of us learn. I'm the exact same way. I remember I priced out a project one time that I did the whole project, not by the hour, but by the project. And I ended up working for like $4 an hour because it took way longer for me to do than I thought it was going to do. So absolutely lesson learned in the sense of like charge what you're worth, be confident because you've taken time, you've invested either by learning uh, through courses or books or experts that you've taken a mastermind with, but also your experience as an office manager, like you are valuable and worth what you charge from the beginning. But I know, I know how hard that is, especially before you get your first clients or when you just have your first couple of clients and you know, people can sense that they like to take advantage of you, I think. And so just go in there, If they don't like your price, then they're not your people, right? Absolutely. And I I have learned that. So that falls under set boundaries and stick to them. Yeah. Oh man, those boundaries. We could do a whole talk just about setting boundaries. Absolutely. (laughs) Well, my final question that I ask all of the mom entrepreneurs that I talk to is, How do you make sure that as a mom and as a business owner, you make plenty of time for quality time with your family, for intentional family time, not just like we'll get around to it? For me, I accepted that work-life balance is a lie. And really, it comes down to what's your priority. And priorities change. Our priorities as women, moms, business owners, it shifts based on different seasons. So we've got a plan according to the season that our lives are in. It's called being realistic. So I literally evaluate every 90 days what's already on the calendar, what things are not changing, what things are incidental, you know, events that are taking place. And then I plan my months in weekly increments. I literally sit down and plan what I'm going to do every single week to take in, okay, This week, I may not have time for family time, but I don't let that happen too many weeks in a row. 
So families off, you know, family and faith is always first. Everything else comes second because the first two is what actually fuels me and keeps me going. The business does not, it's incidental. It can go away, but God and family, they're going nowhere. So I make sure that I plan with those two priorities in mind. Does it mean it takes me longer to get some things done or to reach certain goals? Yes, but that's okay because I've got the other two priorities are the focus of my life. So I'm happy with the progress that I make. And I celebrate small wins, which is something I just started doing last year. Yeah. You know, I love that you said, you know, it might take me a little bit longer to do it, but the other option is you ignore your family, you ignore your priority of faith, you feel empty, you feel overwhelmed, you feel stressed out, your cup isn't full. And then, yeah, you might reach some business goal that you want to get, but everything else has sort of fallen off and there you sit sort of like open and raw and no energy. So I think that there is something to, you know, it's the tortoise and the hare, right? There is Mm -hmm. something to slow and steady wins the race, making sure that your priorities are met, your priority of faith and family or whatever your priorities happen to be and that you're planning and that when you sit down to plan, you look at your priorities, you think about what you're going to do for the week. I think that that's so smart because in the end, you all will reach the finish line if you keep putting the energy and effort towards it. It's just that you have also made sure that you nurtured your family, made sure that you nurtured your faith, made sure that you stayed true to yourself along the way. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. Yeah. Uh, Well, it has been so nice to get to actually talk to you, not just through like Instagram comments. I really enjoyed it. And I am sure everybody else would love to get to know you a little bit more too. Where can people find you online and on social media? Okay. So on social media, I'm on Instagram at the underscore Shannon Baker. I hang out also with the ladies in my Facebook group, which is the more than capable mompreneur Facebook group. And since early this year. I am on the clubhouse bandwagon, you know, having conversations and making more connections, but we take the conversations to Instagram. So that's generally the best place for us to start, which is how we started our relationship. So it is, it is. And of course I will have links to all of Shannon's contact information in the show notes, which are available at businesssavvymom.com slash podcast. Just look for the episode, Shannon Baker. Shannon, thank you so much for coming and sharing with us today. Well, thank you for inviting me, Christy. I've enjoyed chatting with you. Thank you so much for listening to today's episode of the Business Savvy Mama podcast. Remember, if you'd like to pick up my free monthly family fun bucket list to help you create more fun, intentional family time, you can grab your worksheet at familyfun.businesssavvymama.com. And if you'd like to share family fun ideas from your family, be sure to tag me or DM me on Instagram or Facebook. Just search for Business Savvy Mama. If you enjoyed today's episode, be sure to hit that subscribe button so you don't miss any of the episodes to help you become the most fun, fulfilled, happiest, and savviest business mama around. 